In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin, they would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues. My name's Tony Vicenda, and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on cardinal virtues with you. This week, we're diving into the virtue of temperance, and I'm so excited to have Christopher West guide us in those reflections. Christopher West is the president of the Theology of the Body Institute. It is a phenomenal speaker, one of the foremost voices in understanding the theology of the body. This is day 23 of the Nazarite Challenge. Hey guys, this is Christopher West, and we have arrived at day five, our final day of reflecting on the virtue of temperance. Temperance, we have been looking at in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 1809. Temperance is the moral virtue that moderates the attraction of pleasures and provides balance in the use of created goods. We looked at those two lines on the first two days. It ensures the will's mastery over instincts. We looked at that on the third day, and then we looked on the fourth day at how temperance directs the sensitive appetites towards what is good. Now we want to look at this line on our final day that the Catechism quotes from the Old Testament, do not follow your base desires, but restrain your appetites. All right. Let's take a look, guys. Restraining. Why, are, why, are, why restraining our appetites? This is very, very important that we understand both the negative side and the positive side of what's going on here. This is a quote from Pope John Paul II. This is from his Theology of the Body, to which I have devoted my life in studying it and sharing it with the world. And he says this, the conviction that the virtue of temperance opposes the disordered desires of our humanity, our fallen humanity, is correct, but it is not entirely complete. He goes on to say, temperance is not only, nor even mainly, the ability to abstain. This sort of function can be defined as negative, he says. But there exists also another function of self-mastery, of temperance, which can be called positive. And it is the ability to orient the reactions of our bodies, both as to their content and their character. Okay, so let's, let's try to unpack that. Temperance is not only a virtue that says no to what we shouldn't be doing. Temperance is also, and much more so, the virtue that allows us to say yes to what we should be doing. So this quote from the Old Testament says, do not follow your base desires. But we need to add to that. We must learn how to follow our most noble desires, our deepest yearnings. The goal here is not the death of desire. The goal here is 
depth of desire. We got to go deep, guys. We got to let the light of Christ's redemption into our disordered desires to reorder them, to redirect them. Because most guys, if not all, struggle with sexual desires in a particularly powerful and difficult way. I want to talk about that. We could apply this to any number of desires, but let's look again at our sexual desires. Lust is the word we use to describe our base sexual desires, our disordered sexual desires. And this is absolutely solid ground on which to stand when the Old Testament says, do not follow your base desires. We could add, do not follow your lusts, right? Do not follow that base manifestation of sexual desire. Let's define our terms. Lust. Lust happens when we are looking at someone else as an object, as a thing for our own pleasure. When we treat another as a means to my own end, my own sexual end, this is lust. But this is not the definition of sexual desire. This is the result of original sin. This is the result of God's original, beautiful, wonderful plan for sexual desire getting distorted and confused and disoriented. The good news of the gospel is that Christ comes into the world to redirect our desires, to purify our desires, to enable us to experience sexual desire and all of our appetites as God originally created them to be. Here's how I like to put it. I like to say God gave us sexual desire to be like the fuel of a rocket that has the power to launch us to the stars. If I can quote from the Toy Story saga, to infinity and beyond. That's exactly why we are made sexual beings. Our sexuality is a sign of a much greater reality. As St. Paul says, the union of man and woman, of husband and wife in one flesh, is a great mystery, and it refers to Christ and the church. The Bible begins with the marriage of man and woman, but it ends with the marriage of Christ and the church. And the whole purpose of sexuality, the whole purpose of the call of man and woman to become one flesh is to give us a little, little sign, a little, little glimmer here on planet Earth of the ecstasy and bliss that awaits us in the eternal marriage with God. The tragedy with original sin is that those rocket engines of sexual desire that were meant to launch us to the stars those rocket engines got inverted. This is why so many of us, we go out into the world seeking love, seeking happiness, seeking union, seeking fulfillment, and it backfires on us because our rocket engines are pointed in the wrong direction. Here's the good news of the gospel that I learned from St. John Paul II. It rocked my world and changed my life in the early 1990s, so much so that I dedicated my life to studying his theology of the body and sharing it with the world. This is what I learned. Christ came into the world not to condemn those with inverted rocket engines. He came into the world to redirect our rocket engines to the stars. This is the virtue of temperance. It's not the crushing of our passions or desires. It's the redirecting of them towards the true, the good, 
and the beautiful. And here we have to distinguish between continence and temperance. Continence is able to control my desire so that I don't do the wrong thing. But that's not yet the virtue of temperance. The virtue of temperance directs my desire towards the true, the good, and the beautiful. If the continent person can say, I'm not going to do that, the temperate person is able to do what is good, to do what is right, with ease, with self-mastery, with freedom. This is what we're after. This is the freedom for which Christ has set us free. My brothers, as St. Paul says, do not take up again a yoke of slavery. Bring the grace of Jesus Christ into the places of your heart where your desires are disordered. Bring them out into the light. Let that light in. God's not afraid of any, any of it. And say, Lord, please redirect my rocket engines to the stars. We ask this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Christopher, for calling us to a life of virtue. To share your thoughts on today's reflection, head over to our Facebook group. You can find a link for that down in the show notes. And also to find more about Christopher's ministry, we want you to go check out theologyofthebody.com. And the link below in the show notes is actually going to take you to a set of free daily reflections from Christopher West if you want to dive deeper into his ministry and what he's been talking about. We also want to thank all of our sponsors for the Bearded Virtue and Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Bomb Co., Pink Salt Riot, eCatholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information on their work, please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about the Nazarite Challenge and Bearded Virtues is just to share the challenge page or to rate and review the show on iTunes. If you rate and review the show during this month, November, you'll get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Catholic Bomb Co. Until next time, gentlemen, stop shaving and start praying.